I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. They both looked at me like I was totally nuts. They had this weird expression on their face. I mean, not that I blamed them. I mean, some dude who they didn't know... Gonzo, the Coast Guard years, Key West, episode six, open the door and the gym. Like most stories, good or bad, there's always a love story or a love triangle of sorts. However, in this case, it's more of a case, I said case too many times, a case and mistake of... She's totally into me, but she's not. But when you're 19, well, that's how you act and you think and you're stupid. And I I was 19. While I was being complimented back, you know, when I mentioned in episode five of being an asshole, there was also this other weird thing going on around me with respect to one of the new boots. And speaking of boots, you probably have guessed it on referring to the boot with the white, well, cowboy boots with the tassels on them, uh, if you remember. Now, I don't remember if those boots were smooth leather or a suede thing or what whatnot, but, you know, it, it didn't really matter because, you know, I'm not much of a fashion conscious person today, and I totally was not back then, so I really couldn't tell you exactly. Anyway, I don't know why I'm talking about boots, but um, so, I mean, my fashion sense was so bad. I used to run around uh, pretty much in a pair of those uh, Coast Guard sweats that they gave us in boot camp, like these really dark sweats, and uh, I just cut them off around the knee and you know, basically tooled around on those um, pretty much 24-7. I also had these two tank tops that I always wore. Um, there was a, like an ocean blue one. Might have been more like electric blue. And this really weird-ass green one that was, it was almost a fluorescent green, like lime fluorescent green. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking back then. It, the, the weird thing is I never wore tank tops, you know, back home in Virginia. I mean, I think I did once, and man, did I get teased. I mean, I had such skinny arms and shoulders. I mean, I still kind of do now, but any, anyway. The weird thing is, though, when I did it in Key West, nobody made fun of me. No one said a thing. I mean, I mean, I, I know I had skinny shoulders then, too, but no one said shit. I don't know. Go figure. 
I don't know why I'm babbling about this, but I clearly have issues that have not stopped. Back to Tassel Boots. And if, if I remember correctly, she was from the, the great state of California. She was, um, how do I say this? In my personal humble opinion, she was, she was pretty hot. As a matter of fact, I think most of the guys around her or saw her thought she was pretty hot. Um, she and I became friends pretty quickly. I, I, I'm pretty sure it was because, well, she was just out of boot camp and I was out of boot camp pretty new as well. And basically I seemed pretty harmless. And I, I think also because um, I was usually pretty awkward as fuck around girls. I'm still awkward today, but that's a totally different story. And maybe she thought that awkwardness was kind of cute. I don't know. Uh, anyway, so I'm not particularly sure um, when things started to go the way they did, and I'm not sure of everything that actually happened, but I'm going to try to piece together all the salient bits so I can get to the point of this particular episode. So for now, I'm going to call Miss Tassel Cowboy Boots Patty. Patty and one of the other boots uh, that I mentioned previously who went by the name of Katie Susan. And, and again, I don't know if it's actually Katie Susan. I think her name might have been Katie or might have been Susan. I don't remember which. You know, I should just probably pick one. Um, so we're going to go with Susan. I like Susan. So Katie, I mean, damn it. So Patty and Susan like to hang out quite a bit. They hung out a lot together. Because, well, they, they came together. They showed up, I think, the same day. And like um, most of the females, they always hung out together. I mean, it was just more comfortable that way. I mean, it's, it was better than hanging out with the rest of us knuckleheads. Now, it was pretty obvious um, at this point that all the dudes, and in particular Petty Officer Jalapeno, were into her. Uh, Patty, that is. And yes, I was into her too. The difference between me and all the other schleps was that she actually spoke to me and at one point eventually would start hanging out together. Sometimes she'd hang out with Brooklyn and I together uh, when she wasn't hanging out with Susan. Now, one of the most memorable occasions um, was when she uh, needed to go get a bathing suit. I mean, it, 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 that sort of makes sense because we were living on the beach. Well, actually in the beach community, not on the beach, but we were pretty close to it. I know what you're thinking, right? Yeah, duh. You're on, you're in Key West. Of course it's a beach. On, on this particular day, uh, she, she, she came by my barracks room. And um, so Brooklyn and I were hanging out as usual, doing something stupid. I don't know what we were doing, but anyway, she knocked on the door. She, she came up and said, hey, I need to go get a bathing suit. So we're like, sweet, we're in. I don't know what swimsuit shop we went to. I just know it couldn't have been too far away because we just, you know, we walked out uh, the back gate. Uh, we might have taken a cab somewhere, but I'm pretty sure we just walked to like the, the, uh, some local swimsuit shop. And uh, well, the three of us went in. And, you know, walking into, like, a, a swimsuit shop that was geared towards women pretty much had the same effect on me as it did when I was younger and my mom would drag us to the, the, the clothing store and she went to the lingerie department. I mean, I clearly did not feel like I belonged there because it was pretty awkward being a dude with another dude 
walking into a women's swimsuit store. I mean, thankfully, we were with another girl because, well, with a girl, not another girl, uh, uh, with Patty, because that would have been super awkward. How? Okay, so maybe not so much in Key West, Florida. Um, yeah, as a matter of fact, now that I think about it, that probably wouldn't have been too weird, but I don't think they would have had a suit big enough to fit Brooklyn's fat ass. <laughs> okay, anyway, all right, okay, I got to stop being so stupid. When we walked in, the shopkeeper, uh, you know, immediately came up to us, and I guess it was pretty obvious um, that we were here for Patty, so she went to start helping out Patty, asking her what she was looking for, and all that kind of cool stuff, and uh, so as a lady, and Patty were, you know, going through stuff, and Patty would look over at Brooklyn and I and go, how does this look, and asking us for our opinion. So Patty was clearly going for like this whole sexy bikini look thing in which uh, that turned out to be a, a really cool thing because it made the whole shopping adventure really interesting. I mean, let's face it. This was like a really weird situation going on, but it, it was all good, right? So I, Patty had, had picked out two swimsuits and just before she went into the dressing room, the, 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 the lady who was running the shop and helping her out stopped her real quick and handed her a different top. I mean, it was a matching top to the bottoms, but she said to Patty, here, this one is a bigger top. I think you'll need it. And like a, a, a moment of silence happened. Brooklyn and I like looked over at each other with this stupid smile on our face. Patty looked over at us she had the same stupid smile, and then she w went into the dressing room. You know, after a few moments, um, you know, she came out in all of her glory, and, um, and then things got, like, immediately, like, it, it was like, oh! She came out of the dressing room, and it, wow. I mean, it was awkward, but it was wow. I mean, okay, I'm going to say it right now. The, the, she was really smoking hot in that bikini. And okay, um, anyway, that was just my opinion. She went back inside uh, the dressing room, tried on the other one. She came out with that. That was looking great. And she, she gave us that, you know, sexy smile as she went back in and she did it. And then she came back out, you know, in her regular sort of clothes. And, oh, wow. Okay, anyway. So we ended up, you know, leaving. She bought the two suits, and we went in, uh, to a, some local restaurant, and we got, you know, surf and turf for dinner. Now, st so the, the, we got basically steak and lobster, and, you know, lobster wasn't so horribly expensive, generally speaking, but when you're a bunch of poor-ass, you know, uh, semen apprentice coasties, um, Getting surf and turf, you know, each one of us getting steak and lobster, it pretty much like devoured an entire month's pay. It was just it was bad. So over the next several days or weeks, uh, Patty and I hung out a bit more. Um, it mostly was just hanging out in my barracks room. We just kind of talked. We played a lot of music uh, on um, the boom box that um, belonged to actual Dave Trombone. And we played a lot of Guns N' Roses. We, we would run around dancing in our in the in the room, and it it was total fun. But that's what you do when you're in the, you know, late '80s, and you know that's just what we did. 
So by now, I'm pretty sure you're thinking the same thing I was thinking. She likes me. I mean, I thought she liked me, especially because we were hanging out a lot more and because she wasn't hanging out with Susan as much anymore. But as it turns out, Susan had met a nice ghostie who happened to be assigned to the small boat station that was um, across from the barracks. So when Susan was with her coasty boy, Patty and I were hanging out together, or she was hanging out with um, uh, Brooklyn and I, but mostly me. Now, this next bit I'm going to mention isn't meant to be gratuitous, um, but uh, it kind of goes along with the whole hanging out in swimsuit thingy. One evening, I mean, I don't think I saw Patty all day. Um, so I was hanging out with Brooklyn and Dave Trombone. We were in the room. We were watching TV. I don't know what we were watching. It was probably Miami Vice or something for all I know. But, you know, the lights were out and the only, only light in the room was the light coming from the TV. You know, one of those things that I always found interesting about being in the Coast Guard is that a bunch of dudes can be sitting in a room with the lights off and like re- and really up close and personal and like there's not a lot of personal space in between you all and it's not a big deal you don't say shit to each other but any other time it's just really weird but anyway so we're watching tv and then all of a sudden somebody starts banging on the fucking door and we're all you know thinking the same thing who the fuck is that I hopped up, I went to the door, and to my surprise, pleasant surprise, it was Patty. And she was wearing one of those bikinis that we had gotten at the store. She, um, so, and she had one of those, like, sheer wraps over her shoulders, but it was open in the front, so it didn't leave anything to the imagination. And it was obvious by the way she was talking and acting, she had been drinking. Okay, let's face it, she basically was drunk. And she was babbling on about she couldn't open her her room door. And if I remember correctly, um, she was on the floor above me towards like the end of like the the hallway. And also the the locks on these these doors for the rooms were made from these cheap push button sort of locks. The mechanisms didn't always work so well because they just um, they weren't made to handle the salt air. Uh, So, yeah, they weren't really that great. Also, I think sometime later, they ended up replacing those uh, push-button locks, combination locks with regular, you know, key locks. Uh, Anyway, yeah, I think so. Patty was basically babbling about how she couldn't get the lock to work uh, or the door combination thing to work. So I asked for the code, and before I tried it on the door, I asked several times if we were actually at her room I mean, that would really suck if I was trying to open the wrong door. As it turns out, we were at the right door. I entered in the code, and the door opened. I looked in and saw Patty's two roommates. They were already in the room. They both looked at me like I was totally... This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Nuts. They had this weird expression on their face. I mean, not that I blame them. So, I mean, some dude who they didn't know, well, maybe they did know me. I mean, I thought I actually had seen them before on the base, but clearly we weren't friends. Um, but anyway, here I was, some dude that they don't know, standing next to a girl that in a bikini um, it, who was happening to be the roommates. I guess it wasn't all that strange. Uh, but anyway, they, they, they gave me some really strange look, and it was obvious that it was probably warranted. Patty turned to me, she gave me a hug, said some nice things, and then she said she was going to go change her clothes and come back down to my room. I thought, cool, all right, I'll see you in a few. She didn't come back down, by the way. However, when I got back down to the room, Brooklyn and Dave were still sitting there watching TV and acted shocked that I came back so quickly. So as it turns out, they thought Patty and I were going to be getting busy which honestly would have been pretty awesome, but that didn't happen. And of course, they wouldn't stop commenting on how she was dressed and what does she actually want and all that kind of nonsense. So I sort of blew it off and just basically said, you know, dude, just, just, it's, it's, it's okay. She just thinks I'm a nice guy and that's about it. I mean, I thought she liked me and apparently... Petty Officer Jalapeno thought she liked me because it wasn't long after this particular incident that Petty Officer Jalapeno came up to me and told me that I was temporarily being assigned to the Navy Base Gym. 
pretty sure I was the only Coastie amongst all of us who ever had to work there. It was basically, get this, you had to get to the gym around 11 a.m., work till about 1, then you'd close it for like an hour or so, and then reopen it till like 7 each night, or something like that. Maybe it was 10 to 7, I don't, I don't recall exactly. But what I did know is that it wasn't going to be uh, like it was before at the barracks. It wasn't going to be my normal routine that, um, that I'd been doing. No, I was going to be there at the gym for the next 30 days. 30 days. What the hell? At the gym. I was going to be working at the gym. Now, what made this even worse was that the Navy gym was about a 20-minute walk or so from the barracks. My only way to get there was to walk which is really fucking shitty. The asshole petty officer Jalapeno knew I didn't have a car, and somehow he thought it'd be okay for me to walk to work every day. I mean, everybody walks, right? But fuck! I had to walk 20 minutes to get to work in the heat. Have you ever walked 20 minutes in the um, Key West heat? Holy cow. Which made it work. Okay, and, and not only that, I mean, I literally left 30 minutes early to make sure I got there on time. I mean, it, it, and it, it never left me any time to actually get lunch. You know why? Because uh, the chow hall, which was for me in the Coast Guard, was too far away. As a matter of fact, I had to work through lunch for 30 fucking days. I had to work through lunch. It was... I, I, what the hell, man? It's, you know what? I should have, I didn't even think about complaining back then because, you know, yeah, oh my God, now I'm getting angry about it. Anyway, but during lunchtime, though, um, when I closed the gym, um, which was like for like two hours in the middle of the day when everyone else went back to work. So actually it was after lunchtime. Um, I don't know. I forgot when. Um, but I, I think I would open up uh, the gym around, uh, like three o'clock again or something like that. I remember. And, um, so folks could use it, but so it was a really dirty, dirty, dirty building. I mean, this was filthy. All oh, the equipment inside was old as shit. When I arrived there on, on my first day, uh, on the job, I met a, uh, Navy petty officer who showed me around I mean, he reminded me of someone who had, um, who might have been a character from like the Andy Griffin show. If you don't know Andy Griffin, I'm not going to tell you about it. But uh, anyway, he was a, he was nice and all, kind of a good old country boy, which is way different than I was. Um, he's not somebody I could hang out with, but he he was a decent guy. Uh, as a matter of fact, I think I saw him maybe one other time in the next thirty days. He showed me around the uh, the gym, took me to the weight room. Uh, oh my God, that equipment was so old. It looked like I was like in, in like some blacksmith shop. Everything was just really old and antiquated. It's, it, it looked really bad. As a matter of fact, the place looked like um, like an old Western movie. That's how old the shit was in there. He took me and showed me the locker rooms, uh, the showers, sauna, basketball court, and this whole place. Speaking of basketball court, so I had to sweep 
and mop that damn thing every day. I mean, uh, I never cleaned so much. And the worst part about it is because, you know, Key West is basically just a giant piece of coral and sand, sand and dust blowing everywhere. So yeah, I was constantly having to clean that fucking floor. Oh, and, and there was also a heavy bag in there. Um, you know, one of the those big things that boxers use and and whatnot. So it was that that was that was kind of nifty. Uh, the one thing in that gym that I actually used though was a speed bag. You know, the thing you always saw like Rocky Balboa using. While I was working at the gym, there was some Navy guy who'd come in and um, would you know he would just you know do the heavy. I mean, not the heavy bag, but the um, the speed bag, and I would sit there and watch him, and he actually offered to show me how to do it, and so it's kind of cool, so when nobody was in the gym, because sometimes I'd be the only one in there, even though the gym was open, nobody would be there, So, but, or when I closed it, and clearly no one was there, I would, I would practice. It was just something to do, and so it was kind of cool. I mean, I learned how to use a speed bag, which... Oddly enough, it's harder than it looks, but once you get the hang of it, it's, it's pretty easy. Um, but to keep the rhythm and all that kind of stuff is a whole different story. But anyway, so you're probably wondering what did I do when I was there, what my job was. Well, one of it was open the doors when I got there, make sure there were paper supplies in the bathrooms, dust and mop the basketball court, and pretty much sit on my ass and make sure people signed in. And the cool thing is, okay, the, if there was a cool thing about all of this, was I got to wear, like, gym clothes. I uh, looked like a civilian. I just had really short hair. Um, you didn't wear a uniform, or maybe that was my uniform. I, I don't know. But apparently they had said that while you're working at the gym, you were in charge. And they, they didn't want anyone there that somebody more senior could pull rank on you. So you didn't wear a rank, so nobody would get the impression that they could pull rank, if that makes any sense. But for me, it was just another terrible assignment that I had gotten. I mean, it wasn't, it was nothing at all what I thought I'd be doing in the Coast Guard. I mean, seriously. I was working at the desk of a Navy gym. I wasn't it. It wasn't even a Coast Guard gym. It was a Navy gym. This is not what I, you know, thought I was going to be doing after eight weeks of boot camp. I mean, I, seriously, I let some dude yell at me for like eight weeks, and this is what I ended up doing. I'm really, what the fuck was I thinking? I, I, I was still frustrated at this point. That anyway, okay, so. This is not why I joined the Coast Guard, which is, which is, I guess I never really explained why I joined, but that's a whole different story. I guess I'll wait to the very, very, very last episode of this series. So as I mentioned, uh, it was a bit of a walk to get to and from the gym. It essentially was an hour long commute for me. Okay, more like 40 minutes round trip, but what the hell? Um... So I, I really didn't, what was I going to do with that extra, you know, 10 minutes? So there's a few times that I tried to order a pizza and then head back to my room before it got there. I ended up being late 
to get my pizza once or twice, uh, but that was okay. They just they they left it downstairs for me. The gym, if I remember, was closed for about an hour, hour and a half uh, during the afternoon, so it, it didn't give me much time to eat and relax. So I ended up, you know, just basically staying at the gym for that entire time. I mean, it was a mess. I didn't know what to do. I'd miss breakfast because I was getting up late because that was stupid. I missed lunch. I'd miss the evening meals. I mean, essentially, I wasn't eating at all. I I was quite literally starving. I mean, I'd, I'd ended up like stocking up on junk food from the local convenience store um, that, that I would put in my room so I can, you know, eat that in the evenings. And I usually didn't get back to the room till like a little after uh, 7.30ish. And all the people that I had met at this point, I mean, I wasn't seeing any of them. I mean, I was pretty much like I wasn't even in the Coast Guard or the military for that matter. I was working from like 10 or 11, took an hour and a half with the gym being closed and then worked to like seven-ish. Um, but yeah, it was really weird. This was like a super low point for me in my Coast Guard career. Is it, you know, I've only been in a few months at this point. I was also finding out just how petty people could really be. I mean, at the time, I was sure Petty Officer Jalapeno had volunteered me to go to the gym to get me out of the way or to get me away from Patty. I mean, the weird thing is, I didn't even know he had a thing for her. I just always assumed because everybody else did. But since I had stopped heading back to the barracks uh, while I was in a break, I needed to do something with my time, right? And so I thought uh, something I, I should, could probably take a, like an afternoon nap. But where? I mean, have you ever tried sleeping in a sauna? I don't recommend it. It was one of those dry heat saunas, and it was kind of gross, uh, generally speaking. And after trying to sleep in there just once, um, well, it occurred to me that some sweaty-ass people had probably been in there, so I wasn't going to do that. As, as a matter of fact, I never went back in that disgusting place again. I, it just after it occurred to me, oh my God, some naked fat guy was sitting here. This is icky. No. Um, but towards the end of my 30 days, I, I, I recall this one particular Friday evening, um, and I remember I was being pretty frustrated. I had just closed the gym for the night. I was hoping to catch up with uh, some of the folks I had met while I was in the Coast Guard at the barracks. And, of course, see Patty. It was still wintertime, so it was dark by now. Uh, I, was, I was walking back. A car was coming down the road towards me. It slowed down just a bit. Passengers were, were, were jalapeno. He was driving. Uh, this, the, this, the, the blonde semen guy, uh, semen, uh, you know, SN semen guy, um, from episode uh, one, Susan and Patty were in the car. They were all laughing and whooping, woohoo! As they drove by, they were beeping the horn, and it was clear to me that they had already been drinking and they were off to have fun for that evening. I just remember looking at them thinking, fuck, now I'm mad as shit! That is exactly what I wanted to be doing, going out and having fun. Not spending my Friday night evening, my Friday night evening, that sounded weird. Not spending my Friday evening 
working at the fucking Navy gym. And now, instead of having fun, I was gonna go back to my room, take a shower, eat Fritos and jalapeno cheese dip for dinner. You've been listening to Guns of the Coast Guard Years Key West, written and produced by Tim Gonzalez, and I'm Nicholas Gonzalez, the voice guy. Join us next week for another episode of Gonzo the Coast Guard Ears. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.